0: Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. It's Friday. I'm Justin Bull in for Aaron Allen, and this is The Rundown. Winter Storm Elliott arrived yesterday in Chicago, and despite dropping just an inch of snow at O'Hare and about 1.6 inches at Midway as of last night, Elliot did cause plenty of disruption. The Sun-Times reports that hundreds of flights were canceled at Chicago's two airports last night. Another roughly 250 have been canceled so far today at Midway. O'Hare is seeing about the same. And right now it is truly, truly frigid out there. Temperatures dropped over 30 degrees in a matter of hours, and they're going to stay in the low single digits at most until tomorrow afternoon at least. It is so cold that Cook County Health is advising people to not go outdoors in the sub-zero temperatures today. That's because you can experience frostbite in a matter of minutes. My colleague, Adora Namigade spoke with Dr. Trevor Lewis, who is the department chair of emergency medicine. He says, if you do go outside, wear your gloves, wear your hat, and lace up those warm boots, no matter how short the trip. Sometimes people might say, you know, I'm, I'm getting into a car in a heated garage and this will never happen to me. And then all of a sudden they run into some more untoward event while they're out in their car. And then they have to go outside without gloves or hat on. He says frostbite brings pain or numbness to the fingers, toes, or ears. And if you do experience those symptoms, get out of the cold, get out of the wet clothing, and warm up affected areas with warm water, not hot water. The weather is not stopping people from traveling over the holiday weekend. Local officials are cautioning drivers to stay off the roads if they can. But if you must drive... Experts say it is best to be prepared. My colleague, Claudia Morrell, spoke with AAA spokesperson Molly Hart, who says you should plan your stops and pack an emergency kit. You want jumper cables. You want flares in case you do have to pull off to the side of the road. You want your ice scraper. You want your snow brush. You also want extra bottles of water and snack, extra blankets, hats, mittens, because it's going to be cold out there. And before going to that holiday gathering, Chicago's public health commissioner has a few tips as well. Two of the big ones, test up and wash up. That means keep those hands clean. Dr. Allison Arwady says people can also wear masks indoors to help prevent the spread of respiratory infections like COVID and RSV. If you are not feeling well yourself. I don't really care if it's COVID. Please wear a mask. Don't spread your cold germs. Don't spread your, you know, your coughs. Chicago is currently in the medium risk category for COVID medium, but Arwoody expects that to rise after the holidays. She says mask mandates may return if the city's COVID risk level crosses into the high category. The shooting last week at Benito Juarez High School in Pilsen is reigniting a discussion on whether police should be stationed in the school. The high school had removed both of its resource officers in 2020. Last Friday, two students were killed. Another two were wounded in that shooting. An emergency school meeting was held last night over Zoom in response. Here's teacher Liz Winfield. If we want true safety, what we really need is restorative justice counselors And really address these problems at the root cause rather than as a reactionary response. My colleague Sarah Karp reports that the general consensus among teachers, parents and students was that they do not want police officers stationed inside the school. Although some said they would like to see a greater security presence outside before and after school. Now on to a few quick hits. Chicago's election board has kicked out its first candidate in the race for mayor, Johnny Legalbo will not be listed on the ballot after the board ruled yesterday that he failed to secure the minimum 12,500 signatures. Two of the 10 candidates remaining are still fending off challenges against their petitions. That's police officer Frederick Collins and sixth ward alderman Roderick Sawyer. This process of mayoral candidates trying to boot each other off of the ballot is absolutely fascinating to me. Chicago politics is wild. And luckily for you, me, and everyone, these hearings on pending challenges, they continue into next week. Huzzah. Congress has sent a bill to President Biden's desk that would establish Chicago's historic Bronzeville community as a national heritage area. The community is known as the Black Metropolis, and making it a national heritage area gives a big boost to preserving and revitalizing the community. The Illinois population continues to dwindle. That's according to new estimates from the U.S. Census Bureau. This marks the state's ninth consecutive year of population decline. As for weather, it will not exceed three degrees today. It will remain very cold tomorrow and Sunday. But then looking ahead, I am seeing mid-40s and rain by Thursday and Friday. Imagine that. That's it for The Rundown. In our afternoon show today, Aaron speaks with freelance journalist Rebecca Holland. She's been surveying WBEZ listeners just like you about their biggest CTA gripes. Some things that came up specifically were the cleanliness of train stations and trains themselves. People mentioned smoking in the train cars, showing up to work smelling like weed, not taking the train at night because they don't feel safe. Some people mentioned feces on the platform or on trains. There were some accessibility issues, um, elevator outages, and things like that. Sounds like people were really holding back. We talk about that survey, those complaints, and what the city plans to do about them. That's today at 2 p.m. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you then.